Good afternoon, everyone. Sarah Barker with Connect Our Elders, and today is our Empowering Aging podcast. I am super excited to have with me today Beth Adams, Director of Operations of A Better Solution in Raleigh, North Carolina. Beth, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, you're welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor. Thank you. So I'm really excited because I know that you've been in the industry for quite a long time, but now you've decided to be with A Better Solutions. And when we were talking yesterday, I can tell that you have incredible excitement about this opportunity, which makes me know that there's got to be something unique about A Better Solution. But before we get into that, what I would like you to share with our audience is a bit about yourself your background, and what is your why? Why are you doing this work? Sure. Well, first of all, um, my background, I've been in home health, hospice, and home care for um, about 23 years in the the Raleigh area, the Wake County area. Um, I have to say, I want to give a shout out to the original person that actually got me into hospice. Her name is Erin Nortonen. So Erin, if you happen to ever watch this video, I want to thank you for the opportunity you gave me to, to teach me about hospice that kind of got me, started me on this path of um, kind of building and growing business and becoming a resource to families to, about different healthcare options they have for them. Um, so I love that I've been able to develop just really deep relationships here in the Raleigh area over that long period of time. Um, my why is, I guess there's a couple different things, but I, I feel like with home care, with, especially with a better solution now, as I get to grow and start this thing and be part of growing something from the, a very small seed. Like I love this opportunity, but home care I've always felt is very similar to hospice. A lot of people might not understand when I say that, cause they're like, wait a minute, hospice is about end of life, you know, conversations and not necessarily home care. But to me, it's what's the, the foundation between the two is that there's, there's an emotional crisis. There is, you know, whether it's hospice where there's end of life issues happening and conversations, the dynamics in the family and everything is happening quickly. But in home care, it's it's a little little muted maybe, but there is there's the crisis of mom is falling more, mom's dementia is getting worse, and there's just like, like a heightened emotional sense that people are looking for help. Um, so I'm really driven by that. I'm, I'm really my husband's always told me that you know I'm really good in a crisis. I just jump in and kind of bring bring that level of of crazy down and just say this is our plan. This is the plan we're going to have that's going to bring everyone together. That's, that's what I really love about home care. And for, for a better solution, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to the owners, my local owners, who are Elisa and Joe Lorenzano. And Elisa and Joe are just honestly two of the most phenomenal people I have ever had the opportunity to, to meet and to work for. Um, they just have such a strong sense of doing right by our clients way before profit. It's doing right and making an impact really positively in these clients and their families' lives. And for me to have the opportunity to, to start up this branch in Raleigh um, with a team, I'm just, I'm just super honored and excited for the opportunity. Well, I love that. I love to hear that. So let's let's take a step back and talk about what you were explaining, that in these situations, there's a lot of chaos and a lot of heightened emotion. So when you were explaining that, what, what I'm hearing is, you are highly skilled at entering a situation and as quickly as possible, bringing the overwhelm down. 
So that way the family can understand that there are solutions and that you're going to be with them every step of the way to figure out the solution. Yeah, for sure. And and that again, in, in the position that I'm in right now, I get to have some some say in how that solution comes to fruition for the family and not just kind of a cog in the wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's a big part of the piece that I'm really enjoying. Um, but yeah, I, and I think a big part of it for me and, and what I'm so happy to be able to bring to the table is that over 20 years of experience of all of the resources I have had the very pleasure and just feel so blessed to have been able to be in contact with all these other resources. So when people come to a better solution in Raleigh, they're they're getting the start of home care. But as soon as they see something happening that they need another resource, whether it's um, a wealth advisor, you know, whether it is a geriatric care manager, because, you know, we have a family member in California and there's a little disconnect as far as that communication. I, I have all of the access to those resources. And I, and that's a big part of what I, I tell people I am, I have it on my LinkedIn page, is that I, I liked people to see me as a people connector. So that's not mm-hmm. about Beth and the agency I'm working for or a better solution in Raleigh. It's about finding a solution and me connecting people to one another. So, And you know what's beautiful with that, right, is that when you operate, and maybe you can share a bit more about that, because um, that was my next question, matter of fact, is your philosophy around, you know, yes, you work for a caregiving agency, Um, But what you're talking about is being a resource to the community, to these families, to the referral partners that you have, right? So that way you're looking at the whole picture and bringing in those people that are experts in in their lane, even though you're home care and that's your lane. But by operating in that fashion, you're going to elevate, right, the professionalism of a better solution and really start operating you personally, Beth, and a better solution, at an advisory level for families. That is correct. I couldn't say it anything, anything, any better. Yeah. That is <laughs> it. Yeah. So I already have a little bit of insight, but I, I think that it will be um, important to share this with the audience. What are, um, what makes a better solution unique? The, some of the things that we do that not a lot of home care agencies do are that we do offer placement services. So for some of those people that might come on board, that they're getting home care in a home setting, but then they realize, hey, mom might need memory care. My, mom might need that extra level to assisted living. Um, we actually offer that guidance to families. Sometimes they need to go elsewhere to, to kind of find out, you know, how do I get a tour? How do I get in? How do I compare? You know, everyone costs, you know, apples to apples. Um, so that is a service that's really unique to a better solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, part of it, I'm going to just be just so mm-hmm. transparent, having had the understanding of how some agencies work. Um, the one thing that I really love about a better solution is that we, especially in Raleigh, I'm going to say, are very into being caregiver centric. And with that, when we're caregiver centric, that trickles down to the the experience for the family. And by caregiver centric, I'm going to just say we we start with we we paid some of the highest rates to our caregivers than any other agency in our area. And that was my decision. I'm going to just be honest. I came in and I was like, I don't like that we're we're chopping this and not paying above a living wage to the, the, the hardest job 
you know, that's out there. So um, I I really feel like that's unique to a better solution in Raleigh as far as how we we do business, that it's really about the experience for the client and the caregiver. And then the profits will come, you know, as far as a business, you know, doing well as a business. So I I know for sure, um, you know, when caregivers come in, they're just amazed how well they're going to be paid by us. Mm -hmm. Um, With that, we have a high expectation of the the quality of care that we're going to provide too. So. I can see how that would translate into a higher um, level of service um, and also play into retention, right? Retaining the caregivers, which really sets you guys up to be able to provide the continuity of care. Um, And for those of you listening, uh, when I say continuity of care, it's the consistency of having the same caregivers, right? So it's not a revolving door because they're leaving and going to other agencies because they can get paid more. That's it. Yeah, for various reasons. Yeah, the, the bulk of so many um, home care agencies, their clients have some sort of a dementia diagnosis. So with that, of course, we know the, the less we have patients is the better. So we're doing that really well because we're paying our caregivers really well. So mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's quality, you know, service providing, providing, yeah. So the fact that you guys do placement, I was thinking about this when when you were just explaining it. I can see how that makes sense because you already have established the relationship and the trust. You are already involved with the client and the family to identify when perhaps the level of caregiving hours needs to go up, but the financial picture is not going to support it, perhaps. And that maybe that's the reason. I mean, there's usually there's all kinds of reasons that would trigger the need to leave a residential home and go into a community. But it's not as though they have to then start working with somebody else where the relationship is new. You guys already know this person. You know their needs. And you know you have that emotional connection. So what are your thoughts on why that's a better approach for families? Well, I think what you just said, it's basically, you know, I actually, when I'm helping with that piece of it, I'm being a communicator liaison to the community too, and telling the community the story of the client and the family. So then already it's a perfect care plan that they are absorbing from us. So it's just like you said, going back to that continuity of care. Um, and if, and if we're, we're not, you know, doing that piece of it, it does, it, it starts all over again. You have maybe someone else giving them advice on where to go, but that person hasn't worked with them in the home. That person doesn't know that, you know, they, we really need to watch their salt intake or their fluid's going to really blow up. Um, that person doesn't know, hey, it's generally Friday and Saturday nights that there's a fall happening. So we might want to maybe have us in while they're transitioning into the community. We might want to have us in until, you know, everyone feels really calm and secure in the new setting. So mm-hmm. it weaves a really tight safety net underneath our clients and families as they're making that transition. I like that, the safety net. And then also back to the emotion. Right. Yeah. So we're talking yeah. about when somebody's exploring care options for the first time, it's a very heightened emotional situation. But now when we're talking about, OK, um, it's come time for placement to happen, it's, you know, it kind of spikes the emotions again. But they already have this emotional connection with you, the yeah. agency, the caregiving. And so it seems to me like it would do wonders to, to reduce that because there's that trust already. They're not having to rebuild a trust with a new person. Yeah. We're actually seeing more of an increase in the clients that we are helping with that transition into a community, just for exactly what you said. So again, 
it's a positive experience for, for the community. They have more information on the client they never would have had, you know, if they didn't have the tight relationship with us as far as kind of advising and recommending someone to move into their community. So yeah, mm-hmm. all good stuff. So what about this concept? And I, I believe, and perhaps I'm wrong, but I, it's the only time I've ever heard it. So with a better solution, this concept of wraparound care. So the it's the client care coordination aspect of what you guys do. And I think, you know, yesterday when I was meeting with a bunch of you guys, it was, yep, we're caregiving, but we're looking at all of these various resources. We can do placement, um, that type of stuff. So you're really wrapping yourselves around the client and the family. Yeah, it's it's total care. And that's a, as far as, you know, the client care management piece. A lot of times people don't have that as, as part of their their goal to as in providing the care plan. It's kind of like they have the nurse do the assessment and then it's, you know, by and there's no relationship and follow up and that sort of thing. So we definitely have a whole lot more contact after we initially bring someone on to, to be able to do all that. Like you said, to really be saying, are there status changes happening? As soon as someone, if they have a hospital, we're right there. We're visiting at the hospital. We're you know, advising on more resources. So it really is not just about home care. It is about serving the client in whatever, wherever they call home and whatever ways they need. I like that. Um, so let's share with the audience, um, even if people will see this recording later, um, what are some indications that perhaps a loved one needs caregiving, or they need to at least reach out to you, right? And say, I'd like to start exploring what caregiving is, because just because you reach out and you start receiving some education and you start to get to know a better solution doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to start care tomorrow. That's fine. I'm a huge, huge pusher of proactive education. So for anybody listening, they've got an aging loved one, neighbors, friends, whatever, what are some indications that it is time to start exploring care resources? Yeah, well, first of all, I love that you said it's never too early because that's that same philosophy that I have as far as coming from hospice. It's never too early to talk about hospice. Even if you don't think you need it, let's talk about it and prepare for it so you have everything set and that plan is in place. Same, just as you said, with home care, um, you know, you might you might see that mom is just becoming a little bit more forgetful in her conversations. You might see you 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 get there and then you realize there's really not any food in the refrigerator and they've been saying they've been eating and it's like, well, that doesn't add up. You might hear from the neighbor, hey, I don't see them on their regular routine going out to the mailbox to get their mail anymore. I just I don't see them visually coming out. Um it, it, it can be so many things as far as just, um, you know, they, they, they start to kind of have a smell to them because they're a little bit riper because they're not maybe bathing and having a, a regular hygiene routine. Um, and I think it's always good to, to have conversations with people that are around your loved ones to say, hey, if you notice any changes, you're not not to be you know telling on them or anything, but if you notice any changes, keep us looped in. I think that's really important. Um, and then just to have a lot of times, there's a lot of agencies I'm going to share in our area. Um, they're, they're looking because of the national caregiver shortage. They're looking for clients who want big hours, you know, and by big hours, I mean like eight to 12 hours a day long term. The one thing that a better solution in Raleigh does differently is that we know, like you just said, that need might not be there right away. It might be, hey, we just want to have someone come in occasionally, get get mom used to a relationship in the house and that sort of thing. 
not a lot of agencies are, are taking that on because it's not maybe as lucrative, you know, um, and they may not have the staff to be able to do shorter shifts. Again, it all goes back to being caregiver centric. We're paying our caregivers really well. They're willing to do some of those shorter shifts, which is, is again, benefiting the family in the long run. Starts that relationship or maybe they weren't thinking they needed home care yet, but they just, you know, they have, you know, the beginning of that relationship with a caregiver. And, and it's really, that's what it is. It's kind of, it starts off with just a, a companion kind of relationship and a friendship. Um, I'm going to also just give a plug to sometimes even before we get involved, um, there is a, a new agency. Um, the owner is Jamie Stankowski, and she is actually, um, an, I'm going to say she's, it's not an agency, but a business that pr- provides um, check-in visits for seniors. So sometimes, and Jamie then calls us when someone starts to need more care than she provides. It's um, not a lot of hands-on care. It can be a little bit, but there may be hour visits here and there. Sometimes that's a great way to kind of start getting used to someone coming in the home and, mm-hmm. and accepting, hey, I might need a little extra care. But then she, Jamie hands it off to us saying, hey, it's a little bit more than I can fit in my schedule with my little hour and two hour pop-ins. And then we, again, transition to a new level of, of support. Um, but again, so you're I, absolutely right. There is a trend and in you, and I understand it. And I think many of us in the industry do understand this, which is because of the caregiver shortage, yeah. you know, some agencies have said, okay, we're increasing um, the, uh, the minimums. Right. Um, and I get it because they're like, this is how we can deliver the best care. However, there are still those needs where, for various reasons, uh, there's a lot of resistance to having somebody in the home. Sometimes, even if it really is the number of hours they need, but gotta, they have to taste it, right? To it. Get a yeah. taste for it, build that comfort before you can even increase increase hours. Yeah. Um, and additionally, needs based, right? Sometimes there truly isn't yet a need for a 40 hour schedule or that eight hours a day, 12 hours a day. Maybe it really is just Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for four hour shifts, but being able to meet them where they are. And you're so correct because a lot of agencies are transitioning away from those shorter shifts. So to be an agency that's still willing to, um, to have a solution for those needs is, is a differentiator. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I'm proud to be able to do that. We are as a team. (laughs) So let's get into, um, I'm going to go ahead and just share it publicly now. So Beth is going to begin doing her own podcast. So for anybody that's in the Raleigh area, or maybe you are a professional and you you serve nationally and and Raleigh is a place that you can serve, uh, she will be pushing out an application so you can apply to be a guest on her podcast. So I'm going to be super excited to see this uh, progress and and see all of the guests that you have on, all the education that you're going to be providing to yeah. the Raleigh area, because it starts with educating referral yes. partners and families about what exists to support them. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited to be able to highlight some of the awesome community partners we have here um, that have a very similar philosophy as me, that we're, we don't have to compete with one another, that there's business for all of us and that we, we need to come together and weave that really beautiful safety net for these families. Um, and I just want to thank you in advance because I, you've been just a wonderful mentor in the very short period of time that we've known one another. And um, I'm looking forward to, to learning from you and just, you know, this whole podcast um, experience. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. That that yeah. means a lot to me. It's yeah. one of my favorite things to do is to mentor and, and help people. Yeah. Um, so Beth, anybody that's listening currently or when they see this recording, um, when it goes out, 
how can they get in touch with you to learn more about a better solution? Yeah. Well, first of all, I have a pretty active LinkedIn page. So if you are a professional provider, please look me up on LinkedIn and send me a connection request. I would love to to meet with you and learn more about what you do. And our direct number is 919-521-8777. And you can call that, ask for me, and I would be happy to help however we may. Fantastic. And I will be sure to share the link um, to your LinkedIn and the contact information when I go ahead and repost this. Uh, Very grateful for you to be a guest today. It was only yesterday that we talked about it. I know. It came together really quickly. I love it. Sometimes (laughs) the most magical things when they come together quickly like that. They do. Well, I'm really excited. Um, to see the services that you guys are going to be providing to families in Raleigh. I mean, we know that the need is only going to keep increasing. And so to, to have people like you and companies like a better solution that are truly focused on the caregiver and the client, um, you know, it goes a long ways because it, it's, I say it all the time and people don't believe it by the time a family comes to you or I, they really do not most of the time know what exists and they are so stressed and confused and overwhelmed. And so the first thing we want to do is be that light, right? And be that educator and be that leader for them, right? That's going to kind of walk them through this process. So I knew from the moment that we talked that that's exactly how you operate. Um, So Raleigh and A Better Solutions, they're, uh, they're very lucky to have you, Beth. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Um, Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, This will be uploaded to the YouTube channel. If you have not yet subscribed to the Connector Elders YouTube channel, please take a moment and do so. Um, I urge you, if you are in the Raleigh area and you want to start exploring care options, it's never too early. Be prepared reach out to Beth and a better solution. So that way you are being proactive. So when the time comes, the hope is that the stress and the overwhelm might be a little bit less. Uh, Beth, thank you so much for being here today. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye.